All right, and we're back. It is Friday, not the 13th, but it is the 13th episode of, of uh, your favorite show, Boomer Means. Um, it is also Black Friday, so it feels like kind of a Friday the 13th. It kind of feels like a dark day. Um, I know that it is America's favorite new holiday, and a lot of people say, but Ian, Black Friday is not a holiday. I would beg to differ. I would say it's probably the most true holiday because it is what it represents what America is. And that's uh, consumerism, forgetting about your fellow man and, and, and trampling over them both literally and figuratively. I, I think that uh, this is more a true reflection of modern humanity than, than what Christmas is supposed to be about what Thanksgiving, which was yesterday, which is why we're doing this on a Friday. Why uh, what, what that's supposed to be about. Um, so I would say, I would argue that Black Friday is, is a holiday, but that being said, uh, I do want to get the plugs out of the way this, uh, coming Tuesday, November 30th, I'll be performing at PAX Blue Room as part of the Comedy Island show. That's, uh, called Comedy Island. Um, tickets are available. You can go to my link tree to get those and to get your, uh, and, and to get to my link tree, just go to Boomer Memes Pod on Instagram or um, Scenic City Slaughter on Instagram, or um, my Twitter, which is I am Sharp Official. You can go to any of those places. Um, my, my link will be in the bio, or you can shoot me an email at boomermemespod at gmail.com, and I will give you any information you ask me for. Those are the best ways to get in on what's going on with me, all right? So, um, but, you know, we're in the holidays now, so I don't want to focus on me. I want to talk about the things that the holidays are supposed to be about, the things that the holidays should be about, I think. Of course, today being Black Friday, uh, today most people are doing getting their shopping done, right? They're getting their gifts done. And um, I, you know, I know I come off as a bit crotchety on this show sometimes. I know I seem a bit of a curmudgeon. I, I think that's fair to say. But I feel like I'm not, you know, I'm a 38 year old man and I don't have, I'm not, I'm not married. I don't have any kids. So to me, the holidays in general have lost their, their magic a lot. Like I don't get as hyped about them as I did when I was getting a bunch of free stuff that I wanted. Basically um, now, um, you know, the gifts have slowed down. I still receive gifts, um, but I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not the type of person to, to really give gifts. I don't, I don't really do that a lot. I'll do it sometimes. Um, it just seems, I don't know, like to me, I think it's one of, I think giving a gift is one of the most selfish things you can do. I think it's, I think it's absolutely selfish and it's because here's the thing. Cause if you now, because I'm not a gift giver and you give me a Christmas present and I kept, kept Oh, thank you. You know, now I feel like a piece of shit cause I didn't do anything. Cause I don't think to do these things. And now I have to go participate in this day where I'm like, okay, well, who might possibly give me a gift? I have to make sure I have one for them as well of equal or greater value, you know? So I have to go out of my way and spend my money on something that I don't even know that you're going to actually like, you're, you're going to tell me you like it. And then I don't know that I'll ever see it again. You know, you're not going to tell me that you don't like it. Um, so it's just to appease myself is really what it is. It's this cycle where we have to do these things to make so that we don't look bad. And you know what I think the best gift of all would be? Um, and this is what I tell people every year. This is what you can get me is you take the money you are going to spend on my gift and buy something that you really want for yourself. And that is my gift to you. 
your freedom to spend your money on something stupid for yourself that mm-hmm. you don't need that you just want. Cause that's what a gift would be anyway. I'll do the same. And I think that's better. I think that's better because you know, you're not, you know, what do I, what do I have to do? I have to get, I, I have to go to a store. I have to go in the mob of unwashed diseased masses to pick out something that you might not even like. You know, I'm not saying that gift giving is fascism. I'm not, I'm not going that far with it. What I'm saying is that people who give gifts are complicit with living in a system that is on the road to fascism. I think that's not unfair. I think that's a just thing to say. I think it's not that I'm, and it's not that I'm selfish. I, again, I want, when you, when you, when you, when you buy my gift to yourself, I want to know that you got it and you enjoy it. You say, Hey Ian, I thought about you. I bought myself this fucking awesome, you know, Batman sweater. I really don't need a Batman sweater, but I really wanted it. And I was like, you know what? That's my gift for me. And, and I'm going to say, hell yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you're happy with your Batman sweater that I never would have bought for you. I wouldn't have thought to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the thing. I would have gotten you something that was where I was already. Like, um, cause I do the, I do the Homer gift where it's like, I don't want, well, so I don't buy something for myself, but I buy something for people that I think that they would like, but it gets them into my hobbies mm. where it's like, um, like my friend Todd, um, is a big comic book guy. He loves comic books. And, um, he, uh, I got him one year, the first uh, issue of Berserk, which is a, ma- a manga. Yeah. So it's like, it's sort of like a, yeah, I know you like comics, but this is my comic here. Read the, it's not, it's not like mine, but I mean like it's, it's my favorite thing ever. So I'm like, here, get into this. So it's sort of, the, it's sort of the Homer bowling ball thing a little bit <laughs> where it's like, I'm trying to create someone else I can talk to about a thing that I like. It's really, no, like- I've done that before for sure. Been like, I don't know, especially with family members where it's like, we don't seem like we've got a whole lot in common, but like, it's like, Hey, this is a thing I really like. And here's a take on it in a way that I think you might like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think anything's wrong with that. Yeah. And I, I don't like, and I'm not saying that giving gifts in general is mm-hmm. a bad thing. Like if you're, if you're, if it's a, if it's any other time of the year and you see something that someone you care about would enjoy and you pick that up and say, Hey, I thought about you. Here's this thing. That's nice. You, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. My issue is really this sort of prescribed time where we all have agreed upon. Mm-hmm. This is the time where we do this. It feels like, I mean, it just feels put on and it feels disingenuous. And I think it's bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad system we've set up. Although it is, I know it's like, so what's weird to me is the term black Friday. I first heard of it. I mean, it never used to get used a lot. When I was younger, I never heard of it. I never heard that like, you know, the day after Thanksgiving is the busiest shopping day of the year, mm-hmm. but I never heard it called Black Friday until I got my first job. Mm-hmm. And Black Friday was when you work in like, um, I worked in, in a movie theater, which is open every day. Like the, any holiday you think like, oh, they're, they're, the movie theater wouldn't be open. No, they are. In fact, it's Christmas and Thanksgiving are the two of the busiest days outside of the summer. Um, for movie theaters because everybody's stuck mm-hmm. with their relatives and they're like, hey, you know what we can do to shut everybody up for a couple hours? Let's go see this movie. Yeah. But uh, we called it Black Friday because, A, we were going to be open and because being part of Thanksgiving weekend, we knew it was going to be bad because everybody was going to be out. And it is. Black Friday is Thanksgiving is busy. The busy, the busiest day of any job I've ever worked was in a movie theater on, mm. on Thanksgiving. Uh, it was the premiere of Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Um, <laughs> and that was a nightmare. And then uh, the day after was also very, very, very bad. It was not as bad, but it was very bad. That's where we called it Black Friday because it was a horrible day for everyone who had to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like an internal 
Yes. Term, yeah. that, that was the first I'd ever heard of it. And it became just the thing, the term mm-hmm. that we used. And I think it became part of popular nomenclature. Then I heard it's called Black Friday because that's the day when, uh, because it's the busiest shopping of the day. That's when businesses officially usually go from mm-hmm. into the red of into the black for the, you know, in the, yeah, in the yeah. year, which is depressing that it takes a whole year for them to make up their losses basically. But I don't know how true that is. Cause I, I, I don't like, again, that the context that I first heard it was before it was on, you know, before there were Black Friday sales, you know, they before that was part of the advertising. It's like this is the day we all agree it's Black mm-hmm. Friday. But I, you know, to me, it's it's always been a horrible thing. Like it's like oh shit, because I'm you know I've, I've been part of the workforce, where it's like except that time I was in a band. I didn't I didn't really. <laughs> uh, any Friday was awesome if you were if you're in a band. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, that it's you know I, I don't I don't know I don't I'm not trying to say again that it's wrong for you to care about people and get them things. I just think that this sort of system we've set up where we have to keep up uh, or else, you know, like it, it genuinely makes me feel bad when someone gets me something and I didn't get them anything. Cause mm-hmm. it's cause, and it's like, and I don't want that person to feel bad. Cause it's not like I, it's not like I got every something for everyone else, but mm-hmm. them. I don't do that for anybody. And it's kind of, my mom kind of trained me to be that way. Like she'll always get me gifts, but she never, she gets mad. Yeah. If I get her anything, she's mm-hmm. like, She's like, you didn't have to do this. I'm I'm mad. Like she'll want to give me money for it because mm-hmm. she's like she doesn't want me to spend my money on things, and you know I I I won't. And it's it's sort of this weird thing where I'm like no because she she always gets me you know stuff mm-hmm. at least money and I, I, money is usually what I want because I don't you know again mm-hmm. I know what I want and need more than than you do. Money is the best gift. That's why I also supported Universal Basic Income because it's yeah. like Christmas money every month for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I you know. And and like the other thing also, like it's not enough. It's like they, it's, it's also the fact that they, you know, it's so much demand put on you. Like it's, it'd be one thing also if, if, okay, I'm going to get you a gift. So I'm going to go, um, on Amazon and I'm going to order it and have it delivered to your house. So that's mm-hmm. at least I don't have to do any fucking work, but no, that's not enough. Now they put more and more demands on you because mm-hmm. now like, oh, you're, you know, Hey, don't worry. Don't feel bad that you're participating in the the darkest, most consumerist, uh, late stage capitalism holiday that that human society's ever seen. Don't feel bad about that. You can make it all right if you shop local, and that's what they try to say to make it okay. Well, go if you're gonna mm-hmm. do you know Black Friday, and I think there's even a special day. It's not Black Friday. It's like I think it's coming up. It's like might be Tuesday or Wednesday. It's like Small Business Sunday or something. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to go do that. But uh, my, my, my point about that is like, look, you're already making me spend my own money, mm-hmm. you know, for a, uh, you know, a display. That's what it is. It's a display um, of keeping up with the Joneses in a way. And I have to, I have to now do that. But it's not enough that I, that I now have to get in my car, go to a place and like, Go to like a small like you know, and let's be honest. I mean, you know, I I, I support any up and comer out there, and and, and uh, I, I love you know a lot of people in this in this community. Um, but if you're shopping local, it's usually like kind of dumpy. Uh, it's it's probably crowded because uh, it's very small. Um, there's very uh, there, nothing's really organized. So you don't know what you're looking for, and it's not like. You know, I, it's not just I, it's not a thing I can just go and pick up a thing and leave. I have to I have to I have to dedicate a, a decent amount of time and energy into it. And, um, you know, and honestly, like I'm thinking about leave display of, you know, transphobia that I saw in Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. And, and, and I yes, yes, I can. I can believe that um, because I lived in Saudi Daisy for a very long amount of time. 
But I lived in Saudi Daisy, and uh, I know uh, that it is that. Like, I mean, this this community is very like. Here, look at who our elected officials are, by and large. I mean, I think that you know Chattanooga picked a, the better mayor option. I don't really know. He's I don't know what kind of job he's really done. I haven't paid a close attention enough attention to it, but uh, I haven't heard of any like horrible scandals or anything mm-hmm. offensive or anything. I mean, I, probably because he got elected and then we had the. Well, no, he got elected during because we were doing in chaos when he got elected, right? Yeah, it was last this past April, I think. But yeah, but it's been during all this shit. So he, that's there's not it's it's hard to make big moves in a weird time like this. So I, I don't I don't know like if we we've seen his true character yet. But generally speaking, elected officials in this area are representative of the majority. And so like. When I look at like wacky shit that Bill Lee is doing where I'm like, I don't like this at all. I go, oh, yeah, but this is representative of most of the people around me. And so, um, you know, I the shop local thing. And I like again, I I know there's a lot of good people who, who run local businesses, but like it's for a thing that I don't even really want to be doing anyway, which is the whole consumerism mm-hmm. thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love consumerism for myself. That's what I, that's my point. I want to I want to uh, spend my money on things that I want. Mm-hmm. and be happy <laughs> and instead of like having to go out and do a thing and make a big day of it and spend a bunch of money for things that someone else may not even want. Cause mm-hmm. what's the thing now? You don't just give the gift. You give the gift receipt. Mm-hmm. That's just giving you money with an extra step. Cause yeah, it's basically giving you a gift card yeah, with it, an extra step. Yeah. It's like here, go take this back if you don't want it and get something else. And to me, I always would probably do that. Cause I don't know what else mm-hmm. the store has. And I know that like, I mean, yeah, that that shirt is cool, but like I could have got a, a way cooler shirt. That's that's like my fiftieth favorite band, whereas mm-hmm. I'm sure that store has like my third favorite band or mm-hmm. something, something like that. I don't know. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to make everyone feel bad, um, but it is Black Friday, and it's again, it, it's, it gives Big Friday the Thirteenth vibes for me, coincidentally, because this is the Thirteenth episode, and I, you know, I to me, it's just important to point out that I think that um, you know a lot of the worst part, you know, and it's not secret. Everyone knows it like, Oh, this is a horrible consumerist mm. sort of practice. But then we always try to put that blanket of, but it's about family and remembering and mm-hmm. togetherness and blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, you can have all those things. Um, you, you know, really we shouldn't have one day of the year. We set aside for that. That should try to be an, the goal should be Christmas every day. You know, mm. uh, the goal should be that we're always thinking about these things, our community, our, the people around us that we care about when we have extra, we should give it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, but again, I guess it goes down to the fact that it's, it's, you know, what is a holiday, but it's a, a holy day. Um, and you know, my thoughts on all that stuff. Um, I do like getting days off work. I'll say that Mm -hmm. much. I think that part of it should stay. In fact, I think we should expand that program, um, to where we have more, um, rest days, Mm. rest days. It is nice that like, I don't know necessarily what they do in other countries, but in America, which is this weird post-capitalist dystopia sort of situation we're in, that it is sort of neat where it's like, we should get more than this, I agree with you, but it is neat that there's like a week and a half-ish at the end of the year that pretty much everybody, regardless of the industry, is like, it's December, people don't give a fuck. Yeah. And so that's neat, but we do need more of that. Well, I'll have to work most of that, but then like it's it's widely regarded like yeah, that last week in December, like at the the week between Christmas and mm-hmm. New Year, like everyone's gonna it's it's everyone's like I'm I'm you know if even if you're working, you're like I'm just here yeah. going through the motions. Kind yeah, of thing. it's April of senior year basically. Yeah, like or last semester of senior year or whatever. 
So. Yeah, we're just we're just there to to make sh- in case an emergency mm-hmm. happens. But you know, we're, we're not. Most people aren't going to have day to day issues. Yeah, I. How do you feel on uh? Because I've found as I've gotten older, and especially with Amazon coming into the picture, into daily life like it has, I've found I really appreciate like a handmade gift if somebody gives me something. It doesn't have to be Christmas, just in general. Because like it's so easy with Amazon just be like, ah, fuck it. Okay, done with Christmas and birthday ordering or whatever. But like if somebody takes the time to like knit me a scarf or something. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. Well, like that's why part of the cool thing about having a 3D printer is I can kind of mm-hmm. cheat and do that. Yeah. Where I'm like, hey, I 3D printed you a thing. It's like, I really just found a file mm-hmm. and printed it out. But it's like cooler than like... It's cooler than like because it's not something that, that I could have gone and bought. Mm-hmm. So it does it does sort of have that handmade sort of uh, yeah. sort of like um, you know flair to it where it's like I and 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 three D printing a file it does cost resources and mm-hmm. time. It takes a lot of time to do especially something larger. Mm-hmm. Like I mean it's you're looking at several several hours. So it's like the fact that I was willing to use my machine for those hours and spend that much electricity and my mm-hmm. and you know whatever the material costs are we're talking pennies on that so I'm not that's not really like yeah. an issue but that's what I always feel like can I if I pay for the material will you print something for me it's like dude it's you can keep your 15 cents um can you pay me for like 5 hours of my time that I don't get to print my stuff mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where I'm at with it but um but no uh what the what was I going to say oh yeah yeah so like that so the the handmade stuff I think is um is cool like and that mm-hmm. that that to me if, if it was all that and that was like the tradition is like it has mm-hmm. to be something that you made or crafted mm-hmm. or painted or did something with you know like something that that what it was in a different state and because of you it changed mm-hmm. and, it, and it's special because of that if that was the tradition i would actually be super on board for that yeah I think that would be a better tradition. Yeah. But I also like getting cool stuff and I don't mm. want to tell my parents to make me a fucking iPod, you know? Yeah. that's what sucks too. <laughs> is it's like, well, like you said earlier, surrounding yourself with cool, interesting people, they all have crafts and things that they can make. You know, you make jokes. I make podcasts. I've got friends that make like tinctures and shit or CBD stuff. Like there's a lot of little makers, regardless of what they're making out there you know, crafting their own wares. But yeah, I don't believe my uh, parents' generation would be crafting anything well, super worthwhile. Right. Well, I'll say, I'll say this too, and, and this sounds like kind of like, I feel like some people would feel like this is a cop-out, but I would actually think it's awesome. If you're like in a band or something mm-hmm. and you have like a, a, a vinyl record, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if, if I'm friends with you and you say, here's my album as a gift... That's awesome because that kind of fits into mm-hmm. that category. This is a thing you made. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. Now I have. Now I. Now I don't have to buy it and feel mm-hmm. like because like there's that too. Like when you have friends who make art, you're like, oh, I gotta support you, even yeah. though like I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. Like, yeah. And 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 I get that. You know, as as a as a person who's been in metal bands and sells metal T-shirts, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get everyone to buy my shirts isn't isn't gonna happen. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, to, to me, that's fine. Like if you're, if you're like some kind of artist and you give me a piece of your art as a gift, that's, that's awesome. I like that mm-hmm. a lot more than like a store-bought thing, mm-hmm. unless it's like super rad, like a, like a new iPad or something, you know, like yeah. that, that w- I'd rather get the iPad than your, your like, you know, dumb mm-hmm. uh, 3d printed thing. And then I've noticed over the years too, like when I have been given, like, I don't, I'm trying to think like, I don't know when you get a N64 for Christmas as yeah. a kid or something, it's like. Yeah, it's cool in the moment and it's awesome, but it's like it's not some treasured thing that you hold on to. It's like, no, my mom gave me that in 64. Right. You know, like 
So, but like a scarf, you would be like, no, my mom knitted me that scarf. Right, right. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I hope everyone has a happy holidays with their family. I hope they uh, get everything they want in this uh, year of um, uh, supply chain shortages. And um, hope everyone, you know, goes to the store and gets all the all the groceries that they need to overeat like I did yesterday. And, uh, you know. I, I want I want peace and goodwill. I just want it kind of on my terms. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. want to have to. I don't want to have to like do this weird agreed upon piece that I didn't sign up. Like I don't. That's why I don't. I've never liked the concept of what they call the social contract, where it's the thing mm-hmm. that you agree upon to get to live in polite society. And I understand it's real because, like, you know, I. I mean, I know we have laws, but I never signed it. I never signed a document agreeing to our laws. So there's, in a way, there's that, there's that like absolutely binding social contract, but then there's other ones about like, you know, the, 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 if you get into the tax argument, which I'm way more pro tax than I used to be, uh, but people use the social contract as like, I know you got to pay taxes. That's part Mm -hmm. of living in, you know, organized society. And, um, so I, you know, I think that like, you know, if, if it's, if it's to keep a societal infrastructure going, I get it. But if it's just weird showy things, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there has should have to be as much buy-in into these sort of social norms or societal norms. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just a downer. Maybe maybe I'm suffering from um, was it is it seasonal affective? Uh, sad. It's seasonal yeah. affective disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that real bad. Yeah, I do. Uh, I've, I have for uh, years, and it's like I tried. I've, I've battled off a lot of my like more severe depression mm-hmm. um, that was probably at its worst. Like. God, probably about 10 years ago now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I think I've come a long way. But, like, this is always the time of year where it kind of comes back pretty hard. Um, although n- now a lot lesser than it used to be. But it's to me, it's it's this sort of, like, you know, as much as, like, what, what they tell you of what it's supposed to be about, like the holidays. Like, you're supposed to, you know, spend time with your loved ones and stuff like that. And it's, like, really that thing they talk about about why, like, social media – not to mm-hmm. heart back on the last episode, but a lot of the reasons why that is unhealthy is because when you don't, when you're a have not and mm-hmm. you are exposed to a lot of haves, mm-hmm. it feels like it, they're flaunting it. And like, yeah. I feel that way um, in, you know, the holidays a lot because that's when everyone's really like, you know, you're, especially on social media, they're posting like the, the whole family got mm-hmm. together and look at how loving this house is. And like, mm-hmm. look at me and my significant other and look at me and my, you know, like, my beautiful children and all and like, I don't have any of those things. And it feels a little like it's like rubbing it in my face a little mm-hmm. bit. I know that's not what anyone is trying to do. So I don't like, but I used to be bad, worse about that. And I would lash out about it. Now I know better, but it's still, it still happens. It's still there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't think that's anyone else's responsibility. Like I'm not, ne- well, a, I'm not realistically going to convince everyone to be like, Hey, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, you know, it's cool that you love your family, but, uh, how about you keep that shit behind closed doors? <laughs> you know, what you do behind closed doors is your business, okay? I just don't want to see it, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm just hugging my wife and kids. Like, yeah, exactly. That's disgusting. It's, vi- well, it's not disgusting. You're entitled to that, but just keep it behind closed doors, yeah. all right? Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's, I understand that that's a ridiculous take, uh, <laughs> but it does, it, it does affect, and I'm not the only one. I've talked to other yeah. people. It affects a lot of people where they, they, they see all this, lovingness and togetherness and it feels like someone brought a filet mignon into a community kitchen mm-hmm. just chowing down going, yeah mm. yeah 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 no that's uh god damn yeah <laughs> so how's your holidays going buddy 
Uh, all right. I'm just kind of, I'm about in the same boat as you of like, eh, they're here. And uh, that's that. I wish I could be more excited about them just because when I was a kid, like our my whole family would get together like that. But either my whole family outside of my parents and my brother has either they've died or they've turned into a major asshole. So it's like of the ones that are still surviving, they're assholes for the most part. And uh, I got an aunt and uncle that's pretty dope. But, yeah, we don't really get together just because busy. So, yeah, it's just kind of here. Yeah. yeah. I, like I said, I, I really appreciate the time off of work. Um, mm. I should be at work right now, and I'm not. So that's great. Um, I have to go back Monday. But that's, that's two whole days away. So it's like, yeah. wow, I've already had two days off. That is one thing that I find the older I get is that like your days off don't don't especially now like, I think that we're in such like a hustle culture mindset because mm-hmm. like after this I've got to go work on other projects like mm-hmm. I don't I don't just get to have the day off it's like a day off of my day job it's like sweet that's more time I can dedicate to other things I'm working on where it's like I don't get a lot of time to just sit back and do nothing and that's probably part of why I'm so resentful mm-hmm. to the holidays as, as as an adult you don't like. They're not days off because you have to go mm-hmm. to your family's house and you have to deal with people you know that you are supposed to have to like that you don't necessarily have anything else in mm-hmm. common with and you have to um, you know so it's sitting in an uncomfortable chair for eight hours doing stuff you don't want to do it's work <laughs> well and you're there too and I've noticed as I get older when I'm thrown into those situations especially like people like me and you like we're cut from a little bit of different cloth than most people. We're a little darker and all that. So I feel when I'm in these situations, I don't know about you, but like I have to censor myself to some degree and like tamp down like my true nature. And that's fucking exhausting. Well, that's, that's become an issue. And that's part of why, like my, my mom has, I kind of had the talk with her, like Mm. really 2020 and she, and like 2020 needed to happen for this, I think, because otherwise I wouldn't have had the. The, the nerve to tell her this, or mm-hmm. I don't think she would have been as understanding as she was when I told her, but I was like, look, mom, you know, your family, I say you're her family. It's my family too. But I'm like her side of the family. There's people I like on that, on that side. For sure. There's a lot of people I like that I think are genuinely good people. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I'm not, so I'm not trying to besmirch my, my kin in that regard. I'm only saying like, we don't have anything in common. Yeah. Like, and I know like, especially politically and you know, I, I, it's getting, it's the more I've kind of come out of my libertarian ways and come into a more sort of like, um, what I call inevitable socialist mm. phase where like, I see it as an inevitability. So might as well embrace mm-hmm. it and look for the best way to guide into it. I think that I'm going to disagree with a lot of things that are, people are going to say casually and I would bite my tongue. And so like, yeah. When 2020 was going on and things were getting very vitriolic in like the media and a lot mm-hmm. of idiot fucking takes were coming out, I, I told my mom, I was like, look, you can invite me to these things, but in, and I'll go if you really want me to, but you have to understand that I am not going to n- smile and nod mm-hmm. when somebody says something stupid. And so if you want there to be a fight uh, amongst your family, bring me to this. And she goes, no, 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 I, I, I get it. And mm-hmm. so I haven't been, she hasn't expected me to go to anything in a while. And it's because, you know, she, I'm, 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 I'm at a breaking point. You know, I used to be very much like, yeah, uncle, that was very racist, but I, that's just my, how my uncle is yeah. and now it's to the point. Like, like, cause I mean, it's like, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not surprised by the racism. I talked about that earlier, but when like, you know, as a guy who used to like listen to Alex Jones a lot and mm-hmm. like, who's been through the conspiracy, whole conspiracy thing and come out the other side of it. When I hear the, all the uncles who used to write me off for talking about like how nine 11 was a conspiracy now think that everything is, I can't help but be like, no, you fucking idiot. Like, yeah, <laughs> like 
what are you talking about? And that would, ha- that would come out. And so my mom was like, nope, nope, best that you just don't go anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. Because, I mean, it's not like, again, and I've said this before, it's not like when, after my mom passes away, unfortunately, I'm going to have a relationship with any of these mm-hmm. people. It's just not going to be the thing. And, and it's okay. You know, they, they're, like I said, a lot of them are nice people, but they never reach out to me. And I never reach out to them, and it's fine. I have a very fulfilled life. It's not like I'm, oh, I wish my extended family was closer. Mm. You know, honestly, it's less people to have to buy fucking gifts for. So, you know, that, you know, arbitrarily. Because mm-hmm. it's not often like, oh, my aunt would love this. Because I don't fucking hang out or know my aunt or talk mm. to my aunt. Like, I have my own thing going on. And it's fine. I don't expect that. I don't expect my aunt to be like, Ian would like this. Give a shit. It's Dude, fine. yeah, some of the gifts that, like, it wasn't bad when I was a kid. But, like, as I started getting older and like getting into my mid teens and whatnot. Some of the gifts my aunts would give me, it's like, just don't. Please. My dad is kind of a perv. So he gives really cringe gifts. It's mm. funny. It's funny. Like his shirts all net, like shirts I would never wear. Yeah. Like he got me one that was like, it was like muff divers Academy. And it was like <laughs> this guy going down on like this bush of stuff. You couldn't make it out. It was, so it was polite. You could wear it in public, but it was vulgar as fuck. And I was like, that is funny. Thank you. <laughs> Now, uh, I think my stepmom, because my stepmom married my dad, so she also was a, a weird mm. perv, and uh, she got me a shirt. Now that I think about it, it's pretty pretty weird to get from your stepmom, but it was pretty funny, because it was back when I was in a band, and it said, mm. I have the biggest dick in the band, <laughs> and everyone else hated that shirt. Everyone <laughs> in the band thought, wished I, they're like, ah, I wish you wouldn't wear that shirt. <laughs> When we didn't, we didn't like show each other our dicks. I don't know. I don't know. I might not have had the biggest dick in the band. I might have. I might have. They're like, Ian, we've all seen it, and you know it's not true. You've got to give up the shirt. No, they didn't. I, well, I think a couple of guys have seen my dick in the band because we did a um, we did a strip poker game on a trip. Mm. It was re- really weird. Uh, <laughs> With just all dudes? No. Oh, okay, good. No. <laughs> it was uh, me and uh, two, two of my bandmates and their girlfriends and then like one other girl. Okay, and uh, okay. so it was even, even numbers, but I lost the fuck out of that game. <laughs> Whereas like, I think one of the girlfriends lost her bra and that's as far as it got. And then I lost everything. So everyone saw all of my shit. So maybe that's why they didn't like the shirts. Cause they were like, that's fair. That's true. And it's, it's like eating a filet mignon in a community <laughs> kitchen <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> of dicks call back <laughs> of dicks, a community <laughs> kitchen of dicks. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, but uh, yeah, that that was a fun shirt. I, also, I liked uh, you know to, to to clean it up when I'd post pictures of me wearing it. I'd scribble out "dick" and put "heart." I'm the biggest heart in the band. <laughs> I think someone else like did it though, and they scribbled it out, so it said, "I am the biggest dick in the band," which is <laughs> at times was very true. I'm sure, but yeah, good times, good Christmas memories, <laughs> good Christmas memories. No, I I you know I. Uh, I hope I do hope everyone has has a, a fun and safe holiday. I hope everyone, uh, you know, gets to spend time with people. They may maybe maybe it's the one good thing is it's like I'm a forgetful guy. So if if not prodded, I would forget to check on people. And mm-hmm. so like maybe having holidays is also a good time to be like, hey, that person who I should check in on more now's a good excuse to just send a a happy so-and-so text. Mm-hmm. And then that way it opens a line of dialogue. Yeah. You know, so I, that, in that regard, I, I guess it's, it's fine to have mm-hmm. holy days or, or acknowledged days of rest, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody has a fun and safe black Friday. Hope no one gets in any chaos. Hope nobody goes and, st- and tramples anyone. Of course it's well into the day. So I reckon that if 
if there are any deaths, they've already happened. But who knows? I don't, I don't think they're doing the deals like they used to on Black Friday. They are. I've seen a lot of online ones. But yeah. I think that's, that's how it's going to be now. I saw uh, a guy pointed out, I saw online, he, was, he made a post on Reddit with a screenshot from like two or three days ago. He was like, I was looking at this TV and I was waiting for Friday to buy it on Amazon. And they literally did not drop the price one cent, but threw up a Black Friday deal graphic next to the price. Yeah. But the price did not change at all. Yeah. I, like, And also, like, navigating what actually is on sale on mm-hmm. Amazon is a nightmare. Yeah. So it's like what I do, and this is, all, this is what I do, is I just, I have at all times, like, a bunch of stuff in my cart, like, mm-hmm. saved for later. And so, like... And, like, what's cool is when that price changes, you just get an automatic notification. Mm-hmm. So, like, if anything I want to buy goes on sale, I get an email about it. So I don't have to worry about, like, when Black Friday mm-hmm. is. It's like, oh, that's a that's at a price that I can do right now. So yeah. let's get that. I'm bitching about consumerism and I'm giving Amazon tips. <laughs> Dude, I, I got to get off Amazon. I mean, it, yeah, but also, like, I mean, I think I, I don't think it's bad that we have an Amazon. I think it's bad mm-hmm. that we have Amazon the way that we have it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that it's, it's an... Having a service like that is progress for human society. It's just the way that that mm-hmm. service is, is operating sucks real bad. The way that the cost of of of, uh, of of cheap goods means that we have to like deal with horrible work conditions for people and like one guy getting like. But that's the thing. It's like could we could we have that if it wasn't one guy getting filthy rich off of it and like working there was one of the best jobs because mm-hmm. it's a popular service. So working there means you get paid a lot. Like yeah, that's kind of how it feels like it should be like, mm-hmm. Hey, Walmart's one of the biggest companies. So like working for Walmart should be the shit mm-hmm. as opposed to being like one of the worst places. Yeah. I don't know. This is getting into the other show territory, but it's just, yeah, that's why I'm straight up not commenting on it. Yeah. Cause it will. <laughs> we're talking, we're just talking about like, you know, consumerism and capitalism and, and all those great fun things. But I do want everyone to have a good holiday. How, how long have we been going? We're at 38 minutes, 30. Uh, let's, let's do an ad break. And then uh, we'll come back with some fun stuff that's maybe not so uh, not so dark. I'm kidding. It's going to be horrible. Support for Boomer Memes and Brewjad is brought to you by Manscaped.com. They're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. So join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code BREWCHAT. You see it right there. It's B-R-E-W-C-H-A-T-T, no spaces, at manscaped.com. In today's day and age, privacy is super important. You know, you don't want people selling your data to any Joe Schmo out there. And they can do that right now. Your ISPs can do that. Instagram can do that. Facebook can do that. Google can do that. So uh, head them off. Hit them at the tap. Before, uh, before they have a chance to get your data. So go to expressvpn.com slash trust and get three free months on us. All right. So yeah, we're back. That was fun. I like hearing ads. Uh, to me, that's one of the best parts of the podcast. I hope no one skipped over it because that was a, a very special one this time. But yeah, you know, speaking of ads, you know what rhymes with ads is the sads. And I was talking about having the sads real bad. Man, I should get into the rap game. Yeah, you're a poet and you uh, didn't even realize it. No, I was, I was completely aware of it, actually. <laughs> it was very deliberate. Um, I think that being uh, 
upset all the time is, is something that isn't good. I don't know if that's a hot take. I think that, uh, you know, and, and like I get like if you have if you're suffering from clinical depression, that's something that's not necessarily within your realm of control. And I, and I have a lot of sympathy for you. Um, I think that I have um, very undiagnosed depression because obviously it happens like on like I said, it happens on a cycle. But I don't like to I don't seek help. I don't go see anybody because I always can justify why it's happening in my head. Like I can always pinpoint a reason. It's never that I'm just sad for no reason. I do notice that there does it does seem to spiral. Like if I'm already upset about mm-hmm. one thing, it makes it easier for smaller things to pile on, and this mm-hmm. causes it to to stretch out over time. So that might be something I should like talk to someone mm-hmm. about, and like maybe maybe there maybe there's a prescription for that. But um, to my understanding, clinical depression is when there's no trigger for it and there's nothing mm-hmm. no no underlying cause where with me i can always pinpoint like what the cause is and go okay this is why i'm upset like i'm not it's not just nothing i mean maybe maybe it is justification too maybe i'm like i'm upset because of masters of the universe but mm-hmm. like really it's something deeper i don't know i don't know but uh it does get worse this time of year and um i, I made it i fucked up uh, as you guys can all see, I, I shaved my beard off a little too close and realized how fucking fat my face is getting. Um, and that was a mistake to do right before Thanksgiving because I'm already now conscious and I'm like going into this uh, gluttony day sort of exercise. <laughs> and um, it's only kind of stacked onto that where I'm like, oh, now I've got all these leftovers. But I'm also like, I'm kind of broke because I, you know, I, I, I ball hard and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, so I, you know, it's, it's end of paycheck time. It's almost time for the next one. Uh, so I, I, that's when I'm usually at my brokest. Mm-hmm. I think as most people th- these day and ages are. And uh, I, uh, <laughs> so I now have all these Thanksgiving leftovers that I'm going to be surviving off of, which is only feeding into that. I just need to start making better health decisions, but <laughs> this is the food I have available for now. But I do think I am going to start. And I, I know it's like New Year's resolution time and everybody says this, but like, I do think that, I got to do something about my, like my body before, cause I'm almost 40. I'll be 39 in January. Um, I'd like to not, I'd like to be in a lot better shape going into 40. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's the hill where it starts getting a lot harder to do something mm-hmm. about. Whereas like, I'm still kind of in this area where I could actually turn the corner and, and end up per, in pretty good shape mm-hmm. at some point. Whereas like if I wait till I'm 50, eh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, well, like that Ethan Souple guy. Yeah. Like he's, I think in his forties and I mean, everybody knows this guy cause he's been a character actor and like, Oh, I love Marex growing up. And, so I, uh, I was aware of him very early. Yeah. Big old dude. I think he said the biggest he got was like 600. God damn. Something. And uh, so to see his body now, it's like, whole, I mean, he put in the work and, yeah. I, and I'm pretty sure he did it without any sort of hormones or. I, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, like I, don't I don't know much of the story. I know he did a big long Rogan episode, but I didn't listen to it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, he's, he like, he's a person who comes to mind as an inspiration for sure. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's like someone who makes me feel better. Like it's where it's like, cause it, you know, it, you do start to wonder like, did, have I pushed it too far? Is it mm-hmm. too late to really repair some of this damage I've done to myself? And then you see a guy like that. You're like, no, I think he's okay. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think I'll probably have heart issues no matter what, because of that. Like, but I think like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not diabetic yet. So I, I <laughs> so I need to, I think I'm, I, I need to chill out before that kicks in. Mm. I'm not diabetic yet. 
Um, I'm not, I don't have any real big health issues. So I, I think now is the time I haven't smoked since June. And that's kind of was also like one of my excuses was like, well, I don't want to exercise because I'm a smoker and it'll just make it mm-hmm. worse. I want to get off of cigarettes for a while being off them since June. I think that's a good amount of time to, yeah. that's, that's not a valid excuse anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I do still, Im- how, how Im- long did you smoke? Like, I know you had like tried to quit and went for stents but like before that what was the oh it was always off and on like you'd yeah. always be for a couple years at a time and then i'd quit for yeah. you know a year to six months or i mean sometimes i'd quit for as long as like four years and then i'd pick it back up for yeah. two or three more so Dude, it's hard I, yeah i'm the same way man it, it kind of a lot of it has to do with who i'm dating at the time like <laughs> yeah if, if i'm dating and uh, like it's but it's always been e- kind of easy for me to quit like it always it's always just a decision i make mm. and then i do it when i uh if i'm dating someone who's a non-smoker it's a lot easier for me to quit um, mm-hmm. although this last time i didn't it was like a it was a, a, one of our issues but like also i i kind of also wanted to quit on my own terms mm-hmm. and like i didn't want to be forced to quit because i think that that i don't think that would be a healthy thing mm-hmm. to put a relationship through and she just wasn't patient for mm-hmm. that there was other things so it was it wasn't all only about that but that was that definitely a, a big a big thing um, but if i'm dating a smoker it's hard for me not to just dive right back yeah, into it. Yeah. Um, living with a smoker like Bryant is mm-hmm. is rough, but he also smokes horrible cheap cigarettes mm-hmm. and he smokes outside. So mm-hmm. it's not like a it's not something I have to like. But I, I think also seeing packs of cigarettes laying around that I could grab one, he wouldn't care if I grabbed one. Mm-hmm. Um, at any time helps your willpower. Yeah, like it make, makes it so that like if you can see it every day and not grab one it means you've beat it. So mm-hmm. I, anyway, I think that like, but on, on like a health level, as far as my lungs go, I think I'm, I'm at, I'm past the excuse stage where it's been so many months now. That's like, yeah, you should fucking probably start running fat. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but going back into what I was talking about, about being able to identify the sources of my sadness. Like, I, I mean, I definitely think my weight is a big part of it. Um, more so than like, say like my loneliness from not dating, mm-hmm. because I think that that's, those two are related as, as superficial and shitty as that sounds. Um, I do notice that when I'm in better shape, mm-hmm. I do, it's a little, le- it's a little easier for me to get dates. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, that this, as a guy, it's not something you can really talk about because there's this whole thing. Like women give you such a hard time. If you're like a little bit less than perfect and you won't date like the, and this is a horrible thing for me to say, like the, uh, the ones, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, of yeah. women, women act like every girl deserves a fair chance, but won't give like a guy who's a seven, a fair chance. That's my, that's what I'm bitching about. Sorry if this went on an incel rant, but it's just a true thing I've noticed mm-hmm. as being a person. Because when I was in shape, I did okay. I dated around. I did fine. Once I put on a little weight, it's a little harder mm-hmm. for me to date. And I don't even mean like this. Well, if you're going after the same types of people, well, A, what, is, what does that say about you if you think that mm-hmm. it takes a certain type? But obviously, if you look at the fucking world, look at who like, you know, all your favorite celebrities, mm-hmm. who they're dating. Other celebrities. People yeah. look for like to like right but it's just i don't i don't i just don't appreciate the way that people talk to you when you when you start like having a little bit of like unsuccessful times mm-hmm. in, in romance because like it's not that i don't know why or or how or like what i'm doing because like i said i i used to be in a band uh what? i was pretty i was pretty cool um it was not hard for me to get girls to talk to me and go out and and, and t- let, let me take them on dates and stuff and then after that i uh put on a little bit of weight then i started doing comedy and there's a period where i lost a bunch of weight again mm. and then i got i was a cool young rising comedian for a little while and that actually i did better than when i was in a band actually i didn't do great when i was in a band that's not that's that's <laughs> something i should point out is i didn't had them lined up yeah it wasn't i did okay 
but I didn't do great. I've never, I, okay, I've never been like a player. I, I've never been a player. I've been like very unsuccessful, so I've dated a lot, but mm. I've never been like a player. So like, <laughs> I've never. it's never been like, I got this girl lined up and then this girl lined up and then this girl lined up. It's like, I'll see a girl for a little while and then we'll stop seeing each other. And mm. then a few weeks later, I'll see someone else and then we'll stop seeing each other. Mm. You know, it's sort of like that. I've just, I had one girl tell me that I had a reputation for being a player. I'm like, I mean, like a D&D player, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was before I was playing D&D, but it's still, <laughs> that's like, that's fun. That's just funny to me. It's like you get on the apps and you see a lot of people in their profiles be like, I'm not here for games. I'm like, I want to play more games. <laughs> I want to play. I want to find, in fact, if you're not cool with games, we're, we're a, not a match. Like I'm, I play a ton of D&D. I, I just got Hero Quest. Uh, I got like so many other board games I want to I want to play through and paint and like that's a big chunk of my life so yeah I'm I'm here for games all day oh I know oh you mean like emotional games <laughs> that's what you mean yeah those suck I don't know I don't know. I think there's like I don't know. I think I think there's there's like three sort of pillars of attraction and I think that uh, people like to lump them together and will judge you harshly but then they have their own three pillars and and don't put themselves on mm-hmm. the same like sort of standards like. You know, obviously, I think there needs to be, you know, interest compatibility. Like, if a, if a lady really loves sports and needs to watch college football every Saturday, we're probably not going to get along. Probably in other areas, but, mm. like, so, like, there needs to be some sort of interest crosser. It doesn't have to be perfect. Everybody has their own stuff. I don't expect to completely, because I like my me time, and I, I would want to be with someone who likes their me time. Mm. So, it makes sense that we shouldn't be perfectly aligned, but there needs to be enough there for it to make sense. There's also the emotional compatibility because um, I am, you know, I, I, I don't think it's fair to say if someone's more emotional or less emotional, because I think we're all humans. We're all emotional to some regard. I think it's what we get emotional about. Mm. And so that needs to be kind of on the same page too. I think if like, I think they call it like love languages is like one of the th- yeah, things yeah. people talk about, like how, how people show affection and receive mm-hmm. affection. I don't know if that's bullshit or not. It seems like it might be hokey, like internet mm. quiz bullshit. But, um, you know, it. I think there's something to it, something to that idea. Mm. And I think, you know, communication is obviously the best way to figure that out. But then the other is physical attraction, sexual attraction. And that is one of those pillars. And it is there. It's there for a reason. Because, like, honestly, like, I found myself, especially when I was younger, and that's part of why I have these those, those other pillars, mm-hmm. is because when I was younger, it was mostly just the physical attraction thing. And so I dated a lot of people I was very incompatible with because mm-hmm. I just wanted to hook up because I was yeah. like, this is a hot person. It'd be cool if I could hook up with this hot person mm-hmm. and paid no mind to, like, what kind of person they were. And, and it led to a lot of, it, and like, that's, that's where I think a lot of bad relationships come from. It's like, it's like, and you break up and you're like, that person's fucking shitty. They're a bad person. It's like, no, they're just a different person. Mm-hmm. Like they, you probably shouldn't have crossed paths with them in the way that you did, you know? And that's kind of how that, that really, I think works out. I just think that like people like, like, like they, they want to say like, oh, you know, looks aren't that important, but they, they are. And like, it, they just are like, I don't care. <laughs> it's, you can tell me that's not true, but it is. And like, you can say, oh, that's very shallow of you, And it's like, no, I mean, it's, it makes me want to get in better health because mm-hmm. looks are an, indicate, an indication of your health. You know, you look at all the, the things that humans consider to be ugly, usually there's some health detriment mm-hmm. associated with it. And I'm not just talking about weight. There's other things as well. And so, like, the more healthy a person looks, the more attractive they are. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I mean, I, I believe that's probably biological. I think there's probably some, oh, like, for sure. I want, you know, to... 
I, my inst, you know, even people who don't want kids still possess the the, the inner biology that they, mm-hmm. you know, I feel these urges because you know the greater life force wants me to make more of myself, mm-hmm. even if I my brain doesn't. I think that a lot of these, you know, like you want a healthy person to give you the healthiest offspring. Um, but me, I just want I, you know. Like, look, my, my thing is, and I know I'm overweight and I, that's, that's fine. And like, that doesn't mean I'm not, I'm just going to, I'm not saying like, I would not date an overweight person. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's lots of pretty ladies who, who are, are, are the, I guess the, the popular polite term is thick. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I as like, a guy, like if you say, if you call a girl thick, it's a compliment, which is yeah. nice. It's cool. It's cool. that There's a, a, a way to express that because that, there are lots of sexy, thick ladies yeah. out there. And so like, that's, that's, that's not an automatic disqualifier, but my issue is the attitude of like, they're like, Oh, you need to meet my friend. And the friend is always like a one. And that's, and I know it's horrible to classify people by number, but when I say it, that's the only way I know to say it when you know what I'm talking about, like an actual one, like not mm-hmm. like someone who's well, you know, in the right life, they might be a, no, no, not, not even that. Like, cause like I said, there's, there's lots of things, lots of, the older you get, the more you see beauty in more different types mm-hmm. of people. And there's still people who just, nah, hard pass. Yeah. That's always who like, you know, when I'm, when I'm in shape, people want to introduce me to their friends through, you know, maybe a seven, there's nothing wrong with a seven. Mm-hmm. I'm probably in my best days, a seven. Mm. probably the probably my peak I've ever been. Now there was this app that came out for a while where girls could rate guys off their Facebook profiles. I remember it was, there's was a big controversy because guys could only log in and see what they were, but they couldn't look browse or see who voted or anything yeah. like that. So it was like really weird, but I was like an 8.8. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, that was awesome. But I think that pro I'm, I'm, I'm also, uh, have self-esteem issues. So I don't believe that was genuine. I think probably mm. a seven, it's probably more, more reasonable at my, at my peak. Um, I don't, I don't want to say what I am now. It's not a seven. <laughs> it's way it's minus a few. Um, but you know, at a seven people would be like, Oh, me, you know, here's my friend. Who's also a seven. I'd be like, cool. And I'd meet, go out and meet their friend. But now that I've dropped and I don't think I'm a one, I think I'm, you know, not great, but I'm not a one. You're not definitely not a one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm a one, uh, but, and, and, but there's video evidence right now. So some people watching are probably like, no, you're fucking 0.5 dude. And I'm like, fuck. But, uh, that's all the only like girls. Anyone wants to introduce me to are like ones and twos. Mm-hmm. And they're never like something that I feel is like closer to what I am. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's where it like, it, it hurts my feelings a bit. And I'd rather you just not, <laughs> I'd rather you just not like try to, hook me up with your friends because <laughs> it's like, unless they're like a smoke show and you're like, no, she likes big boys. You're, you'll be good. I've had a few of those. Like mm-hmm. they try to hook me up with their hot friends who like big boys. The problem is a lot of those girls, they exist and they're out there, mm-hmm. but they like big boys who are like kind of rednecky. Yeah. 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 Usually no, no, everybody's different. There's all kinds of different types or they like the really tatted up. Yeah. Guys, which those, you know, that's fine too. Um, what I think dudes like me and you, um, there's a handful of dudes in this category, like me and you being in Chattanooga, Tennessee, growing up here. I don't know if this statistic still stands, but I think it was like 2012 or 2013 women outnumbered men in Chattanooga. But still that means that like, sure, there's a good dating pool for men, but the dating pool for dudes like us is even smaller than that because like, yeah, a lot of these, these ladies might say they want a thicker guy or, they want this sort of guy or that sort of guy, but they want the redneck version or they want 
like the good Christian going to church on Sunday sort of version or whatever. And there's not a lot there. Well, there, there, I, there, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Well, I guess? there's, there's so like, I mean, I, you know, I dare I say this might be controversial. Women are people too. Yeah. And so they have, there's just like dudes, there's different kinds of chicks where they mm. like, and breaking it down. Like there's these kinds of chicks. Some, some guys want one kind of girl. Like some mm. guys are like, I like blondes or some guys are like, I like Asians. You know, there's, there's like guys who like have a type. And then mm. there's guys like me who I like the buffet of life. Mm. I want to see, like, I love humanity and I want to mm. meet all kinds of people. And that includes people I date. Like I love all kinds of women. I don't have like any racial biases. Mm. I, don't, I don't have any like, no, I wouldn't date a person of that ethnicity or my, my main biases right now are like, if you put that you're a conservative Christian, mm. then probably a big nope on that. I guess that's what I'm saying is being in the middle of Tennessee. Well, not the middle, but Southern Tennessee is yeah, we've got a lot of conservative ladies. Yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm not necessarily interested in dating a lady that wants to go like to an apple orchard and pick apples on a Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, like no. it's not my deal. And I don't want to go climbing. Yeah. And there's, I mean, just I want to like, get better shape. I don't want to go climbing. So that's all I meant by that is like for us specifically here, like there's, there are ladies here into the same sort of things we are, but we would have better luck in someplace like Chicago or yeah. someplace like that rather than the South. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean like in like going through the dating apps like these days is a lot like going through a travel brochure. Cause mm -hmm. there's a lot of like, I love adventure. I love to kayak and, and hike. And so and don't get me wrong. I like hiking. You know what I would, you know what? I also like to game. So what about a compromise? What about a chick I could go play disc golf with? Yeah. That's like a hike yeah. and a game put together. I love disc golf. Yeah. That would be, that'd be, a, that's a fun date to me. But like, so, so that the problem with that <laughs> in my experience is that disc golf takes a little time to, to learn. Yeah. Like I played it for a few years and my whole first like two years I ate mm -hmm. shit and I'm only now okay at it. I never got good. I, I'm now okay. Where I like, I've hit a couple aces. That's cool. Uh, but ne never on purpose and never repeatable. So like, but I can get it, I can get it kind of to go where I want it to go. Point, that's my point. It takes a little while to learn. So like when you take a date, either she has never played before mm. and she's going to have a horrible time while you're just great, you know, and you can teach her. And sometimes that's cool. Cause you know, you get to go like, here, let me show you how to mm. throw it. And you, you know, hug her a little bit. That might be creepy. I don't know. I'm not saying do that, but like, that's <laughs> a thing that if it's welcome, you can do that makes it more datey. Mm -hmm. um, or she's been playing fucking forever and is going to be great at it mm -hmm. and uh, probably won't be impressed by your bitch ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's, so it's this weird thing where it seems like a good idea on paper, but mm -hmm. like if, if I could somehow meet a lady who's the same skill level as me or close, uh, that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. That'd be a fun thing. Or someone who's willing to work at it. Like, isn't just like lose the whole first time. Go, I don't want to do this again. You know, mm -hmm. someone's like, that was fun and I sucked, but I want to, I want to figure it out. Like, okay, I could get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't want to fucking, go climbing and like so mm -hmm. many chicks are into climb. I matched with one who's like a big, like outdoorsy type. I'm like, why did you match with me? And she never responded. <laughs> yeah. My problem around here as a guy that likes to go camp, likes to kayak, likes to go to the Creek. I'll, I've met up like when I was more on the dating scene here, I got a lady now, but they would be like, let's go hiking. Or I would suggest like, Hey, do you want to go to the Creek or whatever? My idea of going to the Creek is much different than a lot of these ladies. I like to load up some beers, pack some food, go out there and chill. Like, I'm not going out there to climb around and work out. I'm going out there to relax, swim, and even on, on my kayaks. Like, I've got beers out there, and, like, I'm chilling. I'm not looking to race. Like, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I haven't done it much. I would probably enjoy fishing. 
Yeah, I I realized that the last time I was camping. That was like, huh, I may like this. But anyway, I, I just yeah. wanted to interject with that. But yeah, I you know I you know and like that's that's the thing. I'm not I'm not putting any of that down. I'm just saying that's not me, and it's mm-hmm. hard to meet people when that's this area seems to attract a certain type. Cause that's, that's definitely like a, a big chunk. A lot of it are, and I think I've talked about this in past episodes. A lot of it are the conservative Christians, especially on Bumble. Like Bumble is almost worthless to me because mm-hmm. I am not a conservative Christian. And like these ladies are also professionals, like usually making way more money than me, which look, I, that's not, that's not something I'm intimidated by, but I just assume that strikes me out. Mm-hmm. I assume that like, well, she's not going to be interested in me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I mean, I'll, if 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 a lady who, who wants to be my sugar mama is out there, I am not a scared man. I will absolutely show you a wonderful time uh, playing disc golf, which is a free activity. <laughs> uh, but uh, I did put on my, I changed my Bumble to where I'm not really looking for romance on there. I just want mm. one of these uh, smart, savvy, professional ladies to be my manager, and then maybe a romance will spring from that. And I think that's, Celine Dion style. Yeah, that's well. I mean, as as a comedian, you mm. know, you're you're the comedian, uh, but you've got the or like Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. you know, like Sharon made him millions. Whereas, yeah. You know, he was, he was doing okay in black Sabbath. And then mm-hmm. Sharon came along. Black Sabbath is limiting you. Let's mm-hmm. go do this other stuff, which that sucks. I, I'm more of a black Sabbath fan, but uh, it's, you can't deny that Ozzy made way more money mm-hmm. outside of black Sabbath and then residuals from black Sabbath for years after that too. So anyway, um, I need a Sharon Osbourne, a bitch. Everyone else hates, but I adore because she makes me rich. <laughs> That's if you're yeah. that, if you're that lady, hit me up. My yeah. <laughs> boomer memes pod at gmail.com. We can make, <laughs> we can make each other's dreams come true. Oh man. Yeah. So that's, but that's, that's kind of like the point I was making is like, uh, you know, I do have the sads, but I'm, I'll be okay. Cause I've, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I need medication. I just need to go. Mm-hmm. Everyone says like, you know, everyone says, you know, it, it is shitty advice when like someone's like upset, They're like we'll go outside a little bit. But I, I think maybe that in my case, that is what I need. Mm-hmm. You need some of that D man. That's no joke. The reason I moved into this apartment was cause I suffer from it pretty extensively as well. And uh, when this apartment came up for rent with all these windows, I was like, nah, I can get that D all day. Well, that's also another thing. Now that I'm not smoking, I don't go hang out on the mm-hmm. front porch anymore. So I don't really, I step outside to come here and then yeah. I come inside and then I get in my car and go home and go back inside. Like, yeah. I don't, I haven't been, and it's actually nice out today. Like I, it's, it's a little chilly, but I didn't wear a jacket and I kind of enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man. And, uh, not to drag this out. It's just, I feel like some people, some dudes may need to hear this. Cause you mentioned it earlier. Dudes don't talk about this shit. Get outside and start walking around your neighborhood. Like you don't even have to jog just like those Hills you've got up in there. I fucking hate working out more than anything, but I always feel better emotionally like when i'm done with it like always like if i'm in a bad mood i can go work i don't know what there's endorphins or something going on i don't fucking know but i always feel better after some sort of even mild physical activity that's always how i would describe like every when i when i was younger and would would go to concerts more often Mm -hmm. and after i'd like mosh yeah like really hard for a band i was in the best mood yeah like the rest of the week yeah yeah like if I went, if I went and moshed on a Friday, I was chill as fuck until that next Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, I hurt my knee was why I had to stop moshing. And that's mm-hmm. when I started becoming a bitter, angry asshole. Like, I see all these kids having fun in the pit <laughs> and I couldn't participate. Yeah. No, but that's also around the time it became less like shoving and more of like the flailing and kicking yeah. and stuff. And like, don't get me wrong. When you're in the band and you see that shit happening, uh, from stage, it's fucking awesome. I love seeing kids like fucking go brutal as fuck. 
when you're standing next to it, trying to watch the show, it sucks ass. It's not yeah. fun. And yeah. I wish people wouldn't, the shoving stuff is kind of fine. Cause you can just shove people back. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, the, the actual fucking, uh, <laughs> like I'm going to spin around and do a kick and like mm-hmm. swing my fists around. If you get in my way, it's your fault kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I understand it, but like it sucks for, for everyone else at that show. Who's not into that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's my Christmas message is, uh, you know, fuck shit up in the pit and you'll feel better. Get outside. You'll feel better. Maybe go, go chop some wood. Yeah. Chop some wood, yeah. carve it into a gift and give it to someone. They'll yeah. love it. Yeah. They'll love it. Don't fucking don't go buy something. Don't, well, don't make me buy you something. That's really, I don't care what you do. Don't make me buy you something. Instead, take the money you were going to spend on me, buy yourself something nice and then when you look at it and enjoy it, go, thanks, Ian. I really appreciate you doing that for me. And I promise you, it's going to be better than anything I would have gotten you. That's that's really all I got. Is, that, is that, we, we good on a episode time? Oh, yeah. We got about an hour, six minutes. Hell, yeah. So yeah. awesome. Uh, well, everybody, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, once again, you can, uh, you can find me at PAX Brew Room on November 30th. That's this coming Tuesday. Um, I, I don't remember the time, but all that information is in my link tree where you can also get your tickets. Um, it's going to be a great show. I have, I've been writing for it, uh, since given the instructions I've got, I'm going to try and finish that up today. Um, a lot of good stuff coming. Um, also you can get all your information, um, usually through Instagram at boomer memes pod, um, on Instagram, or, um, you know, you can also follow me at scenic city slaughter on Instagram or I am sharp official on Twitter. Uh, usually I'll screenshot my tweets and post mm-hmm. them to Instagram. So you're, you're kind of getting a similar experience no matter which way you go. Uh, but all of them have my link tree with all of my other links. You can buy old music that I've made. You can listen to it for free more than likely you can, um, you know, hit me up. You can email me. There's all kinds of ways we can interact. I think that would be fun and cool. It'd be a nice present for me is to know that you, my listeners, care. That would be awesome. You know, you do something for me for a change, you fucking selfish gift givers. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but once again, happy holidays. I'll be around before Christmas. You'll hear more of this show, but it just feels like we're kicking things off. This is the official start of the holiday season, and I hope you all, um, you know, somehow survive it.